welcome to the Hadassah Collective podcast. I'm your host, Claire Marinan. The Hadassah Collective is a unique wellness-centered community created in and inspired by India, the birthplace of holistic health disciplines. The Hadassah Collective podcast brings together a carefully curated selection of my most trusted and inspiring innovators from every area of the health and wellness space. I invite my guests to freely share their gifts, their wisdom, their journeys, and their diverse points of view, discussing a vast range of topics, including shutdown and self-isolation strategies, integrated diet and fitness, yogic science, modern mental health, and holistic lifestyle, all to inspire you with relatable tools to help you consciously customize, support, and expand your life. Ahana Muller. Ahana is a published author, writer, and wellness guide. Ahana has a special passion for normalizing taking care of our mental and emotional health in just the same way that we take care of our physical health. And this process is birthed out of a very deeply personal experience of healing and growth. So today on the podcast, we have Ahana Muller. She is one of my favorite, brightest human beings that I know, and she is a writer, she's a published author, and she is also a solutions-orientated wellness guide. So welcome to the Hadassah Collective, Ahana. It's so lovely to have you. Hi, Claire. Really happy uh, to be on your podcast finally yeah. uh, after hearing you chat about it for a while. And I've also gone through uh, a fair share of the posts that you've put up with other people talking about different things. Amazing. The one thing that I did pick up a few days ago from your handle, which I'm actually going to actively start doing at some point, mm. which is not like me at all, uh, is Kundalini Yoga. Yeah, come on, okay. baby, get on it. <laughs> yeah, because uh, again, it's not like me at all. I'm no like yogini or anything. But I guess uh, that just goes to show that, I mean, um, you'd be happy to try out new stuff. Yeah. Uh, like I have been in 2020. I've definitely been trying out more new stuff in 2020 than I have in at least the past three years. Yeah. So um, there's so much for jumping out of your comfort zone. That's amazing. I think it's just like everything, right? You just, you see something and it resonates and then you just ease into it. Like give it a little try. Like the things that are on my Instagram, the short videos that I have on my Instagram and also TikTok. I know that you can't get TikTok in India, but they're also, they're just some of my favorite kundalini meditations, kriyas or breathwork practices. And they're just ones that I personally do. And so they're really good, like taster and you can just try them on for size and see how it makes you feel. And um, yeah, I think be led from that space. So I'm super cool. I love that it's um, that you picked up something from from my Instagram. That's amazing. And um, yeah, I shall keep it posted. Yeah, on that, please how do. it progresses. Please, please let me know. And um, so why don't we start by just to give us a brief overview of who you are, what you do. Um, where you are? Well, I am in Bombay, the maximum city right now, <laughs> uh, which uh, I think has gone through a little bit of a shock mm -hmm. uh, because maximum city was just pulled down to minimum city yeah. by something that is more powerful than all of us. And I think that something that is invisible that could cause such a big change to a city that never sleeps, as we all know, yeah. should give us some perspective to the fact that life uh, can change as quickly as uh, possible. 
and we've seen that happen with us and i think it's a great great time and if there's anything that i would like to make a difference with in this world yeah. it would be somehow to get the message out that we're all human beings and it is 2020 and we're going through a paradigm shift and it would be absolutely in the best interest of yourself and all your loved ones which is um essentially who we care about and i'm talking from a more individualistic perspective here uh because i don't want to say we should care about every single human being and things like that we should in theory but on a more practical basis if we kind of imbibe this yeah that for us individually and our loved ones to have a better today and tomorrow we're all humans and to stop discrimination on caste creed color religion and all these really insignificant things yeah when we have like an awakening happening yeah we are living it right now it's not that oh you know next year it's going to happen or in 6 months it is happening we're living in it so if there's anything i think people and i get that you know you're hurt from past things that have happened to you uh, in different dimensions of life mm. but at some point uh you're going to have to forgive and let go yeah in order to move ahead for the betterment of all cuz holding on and feeding your ego versus feeding your soul is just not a good plan for you or anyone involved yeah so yeah so honestly like through this pandemic this is the one thing i mean it's something that i've always believed in mm-hmm. uh and always will but it's something that i've just gotten stronger with my voice about is that humans are humans and i think it's about time if technology which is created by our same humans yeah uh has evolved so much yeah i think it is about time for us same humans who have created this evolutionary technology yeah that is helping us live our daily life to just you know be equally evolved or at least on the path there upgrade our programming as well pretty much so yeah 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 pretty much that so yes so i'm sorry i feel really strongly about that yeah. um so i uh, divulged over there uh but yeah so i am a writer and i write about things like this uh mainly a poet and a spoken word artist uh i also um i'm very very uh, passionate about mental well-being and emotional well-being yeah uh and i will share more about that and the basic logic that i see behind it and nothing really more than that but it's really just simple math honestly um so yeah so i'm a writer <clears throat> author that's what i do with my writing and i'm also a solution oriented wellness guide uh, by which i mean i get that we live in an instant gratification generation yeah i am one of the instant gratification generation people and i get that we want um quick results we want to see a difference we want to do different things so what i essentially do is something that uh, i built for myself over the years uh which honestly goes back to almost 9 years now uh where i had uh, went through one year of depression yeah. which was very uh brutal depression it was on the extreme end of it yeah. so that was the depression that i faced which was um to just summarize it in one sentence to let you know the passion that uh, and how personal this is to me is 
I'm a suicide survivor. Yeah. So, and what happens in that moment does not make sense at all. Like now I don't recognize that person at all. Yeah. But anyways, that's where my journey started. And I didn't know any of these things before that, of course. And everybody has their time and journey. And, you know, many people, and I hope many people don't have to go through something like that to get to this. Yeah. Um, but everybody goes through a different phases and different types of emotions mm. and the one thing that um like i was talking about discrimination on caste creed religion like that earlier is i think it is also very um baseless because at the end of it as humans we are all connected by emotions mm. because you can be from any corner of the world you can be of any caste class social economic background every single one of us has gone through uh, love, hate, anger, greed, jealousy, desperation, yeah. fear, all of these. So and we keep rotating it humanity. in cycles. Mm, yeah. Yeah. So uh, with my solution-oriented uh, wellness that I do, uh, like I said, it's solution-oriented because I believe in creating your toolbox. Yeah. It's a toolkit of varieties of spiritual practices. Yeah. Uh, because different things work for different people. Different things work for you differently yeah. at different times. And uh, so I have carefully crafted my little box. And now every time I feel like I'm dipping or every time I dip, uh, I go to my toolbox and I literally like pick out whatever I'm in the mood for, whatever's going to resonate with me. Yeah. Uh, a lot of them, I, again, keeping in mind how our generation functions and is being programmed through technology. And we are living a life where we cannot live without technology. That's And that's fine. But it's more about creating a balance and more about uh, creating effortless tools yeah. that help you see those results and uh, to a point where you're motivated to want to do more. Yeah. And, and they almost become second nature at some point, right? They yeah, almost become absolutely. So, nature. yeah, so it, the, the point of it is to be gentle with yourself, to have fun while you're doing it. Yeah. Um, most importantly, because if you don't have fun while doing it, and I kind of say this with all aspects of life, everyone wants to have fun. The, the aim of the game is to be happy and have fun yeah. for everyone, whatever route and path you might take. So some of these tools that I use uh, very frequently, which I'm sure you're really uh, familiar with, um, is subconscious sleep programming. Yeah. Is literally like put on a YouTube video, guys, and go to sleep. You know, it doesn't get more effortless than that. <laughs> so, uh, so I, I mean, honestly, and there are times like I have literally typed into YouTube uh, subconscious sleep meditation for, to uh, get rid of procrastination. Yeah. So, yeah. So I've gone like from that extreme to subconscious sleep meditation uh, to attract love, to attract abundance, to let go of fear. So whatever it is, this is a really simple tool. Yeah. Then another really quick one is a gratitude list where I've gone through my journey of that as well, where I was like, oh, every day I have to write like 10 things I'm grateful for or 20 things. But that was not happening. And then what would happen is I would berate myself. And be like, oh, you can't even do this. And, you yeah. know, obviously why a good thing's going to happen then and all of that. Yeah. So now I tweaked it a bit and I'm like, you know what? Just on the go, I have my phone with me. 
just because I love journaling does not mean I have to do it all the time and, yeah. you know, create that excuse slash justification in my head. Um, so I just take out my note and it can be like the smallest thing. Yeah. It doesn't have to be anything. The The point of it is to keep you in that or to put you in that vibration. Yeah. And to feel that. And I think that that's so much more genuine Ahana, yeah. than, than like, okay, every morning I'm going to write down 10 things. And then you're sitting in the morning, it's become a chore and you're just sort of yeah. pulling at things because you have to write a list. Whereas it's so much yeah. more authentic to come from that space where you're like, wow, I just felt that gratitude and I'm going to write that down and acknowledge it and look for it. And I think that puts you in that For space. sure. Yeah, it's so good. Though if you're a really routine person and you can wake up in the morning and that's not a chore and that's what you do in the morning, guys, that's amazing. And I hope to learn from you. But <laughs> I'm not there as yet for sure. So, uh, yeah, so you, you tweak from the toolbox. And um, so I call it like in a lot of the workshops and stuff that I do, I call it having your own little personal spiritual jam yeah you know pick what you want it's like listening to music every day you want to listen to like different tracks every day depending on your mood another few tools that i've learned through lockdown claire which are uh have been working great and are quick on the go ones yeah for like i said instant gratification generation is uh singing in the shower really loudly guys <laughs> doesn't matter the reasoning the the psychological reasoning behind it yeah. with all the study and reading i've been doing is that it releases energy okay amazing um i have gone five steps ahead or maybe 50 i don't know but we have this promenade right on very close to where i live which you're familiar with which is called cart road so i go there lately and i sing there so I'm walking and Wow, singing. you're putting on a show but, on Carter Road. Guys, anyone listening, what time can they find you there, Hannah? <laughs> it's very randomized. I just said I'm not a routine person. So there's that possibility. And like the first few times I went, I was like, you know, it'd be weird. People will be. But then I'm like, you know what? Let them look. Maybe I'll make them laugh. It's good. It's okay. Yeah, That's not, that wouldn't be the weirdest thing that I've encountered walking along Carter Road, honestly. So I think you're fine. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it, it made me really happy, but it started with this because I also, uh, I think I uh, picked this up from this girl called Mandy Morris, if I'm not mistaken. Mm -hmm. uh, so that, another one uh, is when you're in a shower, if you uh, have a shower, like a shower head, mm -hmm. it's literally stand for between 20 seconds to 60 seconds and literally just like stand under the shower and it's like you're receiving blessings oh amazing yeah. and just say thank you for anything that you can think of mm. anything thank you for the water thank you for the shower thank you for my family thank you for me being alive uh you can go like the whole spectrum don't put much thought into it just flow with just it flow with so it. that's another to, yeah that's been like working great like especially on days when you know I don't know if it's a really busy day or a really slow day or a blah day or whatever it is you are gonna shower yeah so just like like I said 20 seconds to 60 seconds that's it just a quick one and again it changes your vibration mm -hmm. and that's pretty much the best we can do for ourselves yeah so that is on my uh little spiritual toolkit box yeah lovely um, and yeah, so are. throughout this um this last year we've obviously had a really strange year we've we've gone into lockdown we're sort of unlocking out of lockdown 
and moving through what is the sort of energy collective energy that you're feeling collectively and also through your clients and yourself like what are the ups and downs that you've been facing what emotions have they been sort of bringing up for you and how have you been navigating that um singing in the shower and also your <laughs> bathing bathing in blessings let's name that ritual yes. bathing in blessings i love it so. it's literally that yeah so <laughs> I also i do this because like whenever i sit with clients and stuff it does take energy from me exactly so i have to you know come back to center yeah i was going to say that it's quite a good cleansing energy cleanse actually when you've absorbed other people's energy so what are, what are you feeling what is the most what is the feedback that you're getting from your clients what are the um, people's emotional states and mental states at the moment and um, yeah how are you guiding them out so at the beginning it was um, so it's obviously shifted a lot just as we like always do in life is shift in general yeah um, in the beginning it was more of uh, like it went from panic to excitement like summer vacay yeah uh, then to like a feeling of being just lost mm uh which is something that i experienced as well yeah uh but i i, I remember during the lost uh phase of like my personal one and even with clients i think it brought people together uh way more yeah. because everyone like i said we're all connected by emotions yeah more than anything else uh and it kind of you know made everybody feel that we're in this together and you know i'll help you figure this out and i'll help you face the support uh became way more tangible people became kinder yeah uh, to themselves to others i think people became kinder to themselves because it's much easier to be kinder to other people versus to yourself yeah yeah but i think a little shift happened over there where people started being kinder to themselves because other people were being kind to them other people were the the blueprint that they were receiving from other people's words was like don't be hard on yourself it's fine and you know maybe you can try it this way maybe you can try it that way why don't you come live with me uh you know you need to like share your rent with someone so these basic things wow people just started more being more giving in nature which at least from whatever um little spectrum of people that i was uh involved with uh and continue to be involved with people just like i said just kind of yeah. which is always a good thing. Yeah. Uh after the lost phase then people I think uh were like okay you know like now enough of summer vacay and got to get back to it and got to actually figure this like work from home scene and like acceptance of some sort I think came in. Mm-hmm. Uh and then there was like you know finding your feet again. Uh so there was a fair share of that and then with each kind of uh lockdown rules or unlock rules that were coming in every month yeah um people were there was like rushing about about that and different opinions different thoughts but again all of it was bringing people together which was making it a stronger collective conscious yeah yeah so yeah there yeah, was so, there was I, a sense of camaraderie there's so much separation and then it kind yeah. of brought this sense of camaraderie we're all in this together we have to figure it out and um So I think that that was really a cool aspect of it actually. Yeah. Mm. So for sure. So people were really I thought it was really sweet uh even uh with clients it was the so the emotions were kind of riding on the same wave. There was fear. There was I think a lot of fear with especially 
in the, I mean, there are two big aspects of life, which is work and like relationships. Yeah. So um, with work, people, obviously, uh, there was a lot of fear of what is going to happen, what is not going to happen. Will it be like this? Will it not be like this? Uh, A variety of things like that. Uh, So there was fear on that. Will I, you know, make rent? Will I be able for how long will I be able to live here? Will I have to move back here? Yeah. Uh, or move back somewhere else. So there was a lot of fear of that. And with relationships, I think there was a lot of fear with like partners who aren't living together. The fear of, you know, is this going to collapse because there's been a shift? Also, when you're living in two separate places, whether it's in the same city or like cross city or cross country, yeah. uh, two individuals are living separate lives. There's that anxiety that comes in because both are on like different planes and dimensions. So there was a lot of fear in those spaces, spaces. of life, mm. which again, experienced myself too, which then brought me to my uh, new mantra of uh, lockdown. And I think life now, yeah. uh, which is change your narrative yeah. or what if, where I, there, there were a few instances and I mean, I've, I've always known this, Mm. uh, but I have actively and consciously been putting it into practice now every single day. Let's break that that down a little bit, Ahana. Like, what do you, how do you practice doing that? Because we do hear that a lot, changing the narrative. And I also 100% agree with that. And I have a, a space for myself as well that sometimes I question, like, what is this story that I'm playing out? What is the story that I'm applying yeah. to this situation? And so that's one of the things that I generally do. But what does that look like for you? How do you um, stop yourself and, and change that narrative that you've got going on? Yeah, so I've uh, hacked, again, a, a simplistic technique, I would like to say, um, for the way our minds are wired, Mm -hmm. is that the way I look at it is that you're anyways thinking, right? Yeah. There is no instance if I tell you stop thinking or distract yourself or, I don't know, go for a walk or go look at the sunset or things like that. Maybe that will distract you for about 30 seconds to one minute. Mm -hmm. Not more than that because you're going to be continuously thinking. So if there is any instance that you, and as human beings, I don't know why as yet, but I'm hoping through like my learnings of life, um, I learn from someone of why we tend to pay more attention or uh, follow the path of the negative or the not good outcome Mm. or the not good journey more than the other possibility. So I don't know why that is. Uh, and I decided to because, stop um, because it, it's our ego has built up these mechanisms because I, I can tell you why this is. So we lean, to, we, <laughs> we lean towards that negative because we have built that negative. We've built that narrative around an event that happened in our past, in our childhood. It may have been a small event or a huge event, but in some way it didn't feel good and it hurt us or it felt shameful or something like that. So we've built that narrative around that that experience. So any time that you encounter an experience that is similar to that, our ego is saying, oh, this is dangerous, this is danger. And it immediately points you back to that negative experience. So So it's the zero to seven subconscious mind programming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. There we go, guys. It's Hadassah Learning Collective too. (laughs) So So, yes. So the technique for change your narrative that uh, I apply and have uh, created for myself and my little monkey mind yeah. is that uh, 
all predictions that we come up with about our lives is in the future and we're using our imagination. Yeah. So whether you're imagining that it is the worst possible outcome and you're going from like, oh, then this will happen and this will happen and this will happen and then, oh my God, what will happen? I'll just like collapse and die and, you know, and you, yeah. you kind of work yourself up into an anxiety and a panic attack. Mm. And then you need help and then you need to breathe or you need to do whatever you need to do to, you know, get yourself down, which then becomes harder. And then you probably like call up a friend or call up your therapist and you're like, oh my God, but like this, and, and you know, you come, come up with your own strategy and, and all of that. And there's some part of your brain, uh, depending on how spiritual you are as a person. So maybe there is, maybe there isn't, but there's a part of your brain that kind of knows it doesn't make sense, but you cannot help yeah. uh, just being like, but I don't think I have it in me to take that risk, to take that chance, because what if, what if it just, this happens? Because remember last time that, that happened. happened. Yeah. And you've probably so had things. many moments of that that have reinforced yeah. that. So it's really about the positive reinforcement now. Yeah, so the two things that I consciously tell myself now is if I'm using my imagination to predict the future uh, in this, you know, oh my God, I can't believe it's going to like be so horrible manner, then I might as well use that same imagination energy to predict that it's going to just be like out of this world amazing. Because if you can go to that extreme, you can go to this extreme and you know what? It doesn't matter. Go nuts. Like imagine magic. Just go all out. Uh, because the uh, the reasoning behind that is that even if, because if a client or anyone is like, but what if it doesn't happen? Like, how can you know? I'm like, I don't know whether it will happen or not. But what I do know is that in that moment and for all the moments that you're thinking about it, which will be many, many, many moments, you are in a better vibration and frequency in the present then. Yeah. Which then leads you to take better action, have more wisdom, uh, react or rather respond in a more sensible manner, be more aware if you're kind of slipping and come back to center versus if you're going in the full negative narrative direction, you will uh, kind of, you know, just be very short with people, be very unkind to yourself, be short with yourself, just become like a grumpy, anxiety, panicked person, which you don't like mostly. So my theory is that if there, if it's a thought that is making you feel good, making you feel good, most importantly, ride with it. It doesn't matter what the thought is. Yeah. It doesn't matter how delusional someone might think you are. Well, it's because it's interesting, you go with it. it's interesting what your client said of you, how do you know? I mean, the reality is, is that none of us know what is going to happen mm -hmm. in the future, whether it is going to be good or whether it is going to be bad. And we do tend to use our past as proof of this is how it may go, whatever. And you can use a certain amount of wisdom in that, I guess. But it also takes the same amount of energy to believe that the bad thing is going to happen as it takes the same amount of energy and imagination to yeah. believe something good can happen and expect miracles and expect good things in your life. So I think that that is such a powerful practice, Ahana. I love it. And um, It's amazing. And the second thing that every time like my mind goes, like I was saying, because um, like you rightly said, it comes from our past experiences and those memories that are stored in us. 
I consciously remind myself and it's not that easy guys honestly it's work but I think it is so much better putting in the energy into this work versus putting in the energy to driving yourself crazy where I consciously remind myself that this new person this new client this new business this new money transaction is new it is not the same as the one that was yesterday or a month ago or a year ago or five years ago and just because it's and I kind of self-talk myself into show respect for yourself and for the other ball of energy whether that's money whether that's a person whether that's food whether that's whatever and treat it like in the present where I think right now is a great time for us to live by all our Instagram quotes of live in the present moment and uh, be there and sit with it. So I think right now is a great time to practice that, guys, because we don't have much of an option in the pandemic. Yeah, yeah, I think that's that's such great advice, such great advice. And so what does that look like for you when you start having these moments where you find your mind wandering to the negative or to the worst case scenario? Do you then sit down and you just talk to yourself or think it out or you or you journal it out and you write it down and you, you write down the best case scenario? <laughs> and choose that so I'm a big fan of journaling I just kind of I have like tons of notebooks where I don't know if my grandchildren ever read them find them they'll be like "Ooh, you know maybe she was thinking about so many so many things over the years I think it'll be great diaries uh that'll be there for them to read uh but uh no so honestly it really depends on where I am because stuff like this can happen when you're in the middle of sitting with like eight people or or now because of social distancing like four people maximum but (laughs) you know it can it can really happen anywhere it can happen while you're watching a show because your brain is always like thinking so um I would say I when I can feel that thought like going into but then this and then this will happen and then this will happen and you know basically uh, being uh, a crystal ball uh, reader for myself, I catch myself in that thought, like very consciously. There are even times where I know that I should switch in that second, but I won't. I will continue. Yeah. Yeah, you know, so then then I'm like, Ahana, self-sabotage, self-sabotage. Do not self-sabotage. I let it go on for a maximum. If it goes on for more than like a minute or two and I don't manage to switch the narrative, then I call my speed dial support friends who I have like two or three of them on speed dial. I tell them exactly what's happening and I get them to talk me out of it like in that moment. And that's how I switch. Other times it just kind of happens. I'm like, Hannah, stop it. Stop the self-sabotage. Let's go to like happy land. Uh, you know, use the imagination to, you know, imagine like magic and fairies and everything that makes you happy. So so it really depends. Um, but I would suggest that having, um, it could be anyone, it could be just one person also that you have on speed dial uh, where you can call, uh, it, it doesn't have to be a friend, it can be anyone. Uh, it can be uh, your uh, you can like it can be your therapist where you can say you know there will be moments like this so it can literally be anyone it be a family member friend an acquaintance um somebody that you know you just 
call for this and it's you know people you, de- you develop different connections with different people so uh, that 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 does really help in times when it is your and especially when you are anyways in a low phase or something because the point is you have to pick up the vibration once you pick up the vibration and when you are in a generally uh, neutral frequency it's easier to switch yeah so that for sure yeah it again becomes a habit it becomes conditioning and you can pick up on it quicker and it's yeah. like it's your and comeback the, rate is quicker yeah yeah and i was saying the thing is if it's like about a particular subject that you're constantly building the negative narrative about and if you switch and then like claire was just saying uh you start creating the positive narrative you start liking that story more so you want to start building on it so um that's a good, that's uh you've reached a sweet spot there but i mean there is a, there's a lot of neuroscience to back up that theory as well so it's so amazing that you've kind of, like you've figured this out for yourself and i love this about you i do love the energy <laughs> that you bring to these things and you're always very honest and vulnerable and you're you're doing things to build yourself up you li- you are you find different practices and you test out different practices and you do it for yourself and i think that that then makes your coaching your teaching very honest because it comes from an actual practical place of trying it out this works this is rubbish this doesn't work this didn't help me yeah. you know and so you come from that space rather than going into something cuz for example say oh kundalini yoga that looks cool i want to try that cuz i want to you know be able to do that or whatever like you don't yeah, come, you don't come from that space you know you come from that space of like wow that resonates with me that could really help me that could shift my energy and i think that that's why it makes your um you know solutions based guidance really really useful for people so i think that that's so yeah. cool now let's talk it seems so you touched upon um therapy therapists let's talk about um your experience i know that you've been through quite a journey throughout um your life as you said at the beginning of the show um a journey through a year of depression which was really really difficult and i'm so happy that you're a suicide survivor and um i love that you say it that way as well because you never you never really hear that actually and so i think that that's really amazing and let's talk about actually you know what i should change be attempted suicide survivor i think that makes more sense yeah yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah possibly i don't know I yeah don't know. but uh, but yeah no but you know how how you know how what? you navigated that like what that looked like because i mean it was obviously a big rock bottom moment for you and um so how you navigated through that and your experience of that so honestly um it happened with i think one of the most uh, common reasons that lead to um depression or what we like use as a reason for depression was uh, a, an end of a relationship but what you realize as you go along is that it really wasn't that but it was so many other things surrounding that that you were kind of just filling those spaces of your life with that person and i know it's really cliche but clichés are cliche for a reason and you got to love yourself a lot you got to really and when i was that age when i was much younger and that age i didn't have anybody to you know help me think that way or put me on that thought process but now i think the younger generation and us as well we're still young that's why i said younger but um 
they 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 are uh, more evolved they're more aware they have more exposure all of it but um so it it kind of started with that and i went just went down a really really bad spiral um after a point i think it wasn't the really i don't think actually i know it wasn't really the relationship uh the end to it anymore it was more of just a completely empty feeling that did not make sense to me at all i did go to um see a therapist i did go to see a psychiatrist and that is where i was really upset because i was told um i remember this moment really clearly i was told that don't worry about it this is just like a normal breakup and you know you will meet someone else and you will be fine and i was just like um okay and i was in no state to really communicate so i was um so there are different forms of depression essentially i was uh, went through the phase or the form of it where you could tell it wasn't i was not able to go out and be okay with people and i i was not i could not move i was just it did not matter to me and then i reached a point where obviously my family uh was getting really really worried about me and i reached a point where i was like you know what i don't think i'm adding any value to my life i don't think i'm adding any value to anyone else's life so you know what let's just bounce so that was my thought process and that's what we have to understand about people who get into this phase of life first thing that must be understood is that you can definitely get out now mine was not clinical depression which is a completely different zone for which i am not qualified to comment on uh but i'm i mine was situational depression so um that is how that happened and what you have to understand is that a lot of times people think that they are doing themselves a favor and other people a favor by attempting to check out it does not make sense it does not make sense to your mind and a very um i think simple way that it can be put is that there are many things that we do in life all of us where we look back and we're like whoa i can't believe i did that you know and oh my god i really regret that and you'll either laugh about it or you'll regret it in a sad way or whatever it is but we all have those moments it just so happens that this is something that if it kind of goes through it's not a moment you can be like oh i can't believe that there are lucky ones like me who can but it's it's literally that because it doesn't make sense when you do reckless things in life or stupid things in life or whatever it is in that moment you thought it was the smartest thing it's just that you have tomorrow and the after to look back and be like oh my god what was i thinking so i think we should be more empathetic towards the whole thing in general and secondly um please do seek help in whatever way it might be uh, so like i said after that experience of mine with uh, my psychiatrist um they i i i didn't know i was just like okay uh sure and i didn't know how to i i honestly i didn't have the strength to go to anyone else or figure it out or, or to whatever question, to question to even my... question whether that was the kind of right thing i'm hoping now actually that the the raise an awareness 
the raised awareness mm -hmm. around mental health issues has sort of brought a little more accountability to therapists as well. Because to me, when I hear that story for you, it seems like someone is discounting what you're feeling and not really taking it seriously, whereas it was a really serious situation for you. Yeah, and, um, yeah, for sure. What I would encourage people to do, anyone who's listening, who's feeling like that, who's thinking, um, you know, my therapist doesn't get me or whatever. There are so many therapists out there and there is yeah. someone for everyone. And, you know, people, everyone is so different that there are so many different therapists. And so if you find one that is not really taking you seriously or doesn't understand what you're talking about, um, or they, you just feel that they're not helping you, then don't give up and go to another one. You know, try and just keep trying until you find someone that clicks with your story, I think. No, for sure. And um, like I said, I don't, I do not recognize that person that I was. And I'm sure there are many people who have gone through something like this. Some are more open to talking about it, some not so much. And that's fine. I, the reason that I am happy to talk about it, because I'm like, if there's somebody that can benefit from this, for sure. And I have from then grown to be a person that, I am really proud of mostly. Um, so uh, the the secondary and uh, tertiary people is just external. And I'm always growing and always evolving. And that's just life. And I believe that that phase I was put through to um, help people, to help just the world in general, to be more aware of this. And there's definitely way more awareness of it since um you know 10 years ago so that for sure and people go through so many things and it's just nice to know that you have someone in the corner so coming back to that really quickly my school best friend was in my corner and she literally like like was on not speed dial i don't know what's higher than speed dial but she's still <laughs> on my speed dial telepathic like, connection <laughs> telepathic connection. yeah yeah this is like so she really this thing and then I remember I again I can't explain it but at the end of that year there was some switch in me where I was like I cannot and will not go into the new year like this I just will not I can't take it anymore so I mean I started guys with the book the secret that we're all aware about and I remember I'm or like I'm I'm a really I come from so my mom's a teacher so I guess I have some of those genes so I'm like a really good student teacher kind of girl so I went to my best friend's sister and I'm like so your sister told me about this book I want you to teach it to me please so <laughs> so I was like I really really want to become a better person I don't like this right now I can't be like this anymore I was like, you know, so that's literally what I did. And um, and it's weird because I, her, my best friend's sister, I see her like very rarely we speak. But that's like a moment that we have, you know. We're like, oh, remember that time when you came over and I sat, I'm like, I don't care. Chani, her name was, I remember. And I'm like, just, I said, please teach this to me. I want to learn. So, and um, yeah, and then I started with that. And um, she was pretty much, she's like, no, babe, you just got to like read it. And I mean, of course, now that you sat on my dining table and are demanding this, uh, <laughs> I'll chat with you about it a little bit. And yeah, and I guess that, yeah, and my journey kind of started from there. So I got out of everything without any professional help or anything. Um, so, so, but again, it was a very different landscape back then.
so it very 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 different landscape back then um so as of now there's plenty of help there are, uh, and i also think the world has gotten way more spiritual since then there uh, has been I there's been a way... huge awakening and an opening up yeah. of uh, on the earth yeah. which i think is an ama- is amazing it's been a, a huge time of ascension especially this last year um i've even experienced it people you know i mean you know me so you know that i'm kind of like people are kind of used to this stuff from me you know like oh you know pop and have a sound bath and then i'll come and meet you for a drink like yeah. <laughs> that's a normal thing yeah, for claire for sure. to say but um <clears throat> you know people that i had have never had any friends of mine that've never had any interest in meditation or anything like that you know if during this coronavirus have contacted me and been like i've been meditating every day and i've been moving into this and so i think that that has been one of the gifts of this year that people have really opened up to that side of themselves and i think it's essential in these times actually to to tap into that more intuitive side of yourself so no absolutely i agree with you 1000% and i also think that the world just got in more spiritual because honestly claire if we if we don't be we're just going to go crazy it's literally that simple <laughs> you know we've reached that it's been like so much war so much anger so much like hatred so much of not letting go we have to have some tools let- to be able to re- release that energy that yeah yeah that we have to do that and there has to be a kind of rebirth of some sort which if you go to see the uh, gen z which is the generation um between two uh, post 2000 um post 2005 sorry um have a very different uh, way more evolved way of thinking and being a lot of which may not make sense to us but they kind of are the present and the future having said that not that we are not but i guess it's about adapting right yeah and, and i think i hope that we can sort of learn from i think with our parents they also must have had that moment where they don't get us you know there is always that in the different generations but i think i would like to think that we are a little better at holding that space for the differences mm-hmm. than we have been in previous generations instead of condemning and saying you need to be like us because we know better mm-hmm. we've been here longer we know better we've got it figured out i think that yeah. we are getting a little better at holding space for the fact that hang on a second they've come to this planet actually more evolved and they've grown up yeah. in a completely different way to us and so there's space to learn from each other i think and let people be absolutely yeah yeah no that that's just a like i said just a more sensible logical approach and i use the word sensible and logical because i know there is the the realm of people who are not that spiritually activated which is fine it's fine it's your journey there's no problem with that but which is why i'm like just think about things with just a little bit logic since that is the part of your brain that's more activated and uh, like you said just learning from each other it is not humanly possible for you to know more than another human being in all aspects of life so it's literally that simple so and it's fun to learn stuff from other people right i just learned something from you this uh like podcast session i'm sure you learn stuff from me and 
at the end of it isn't that what the whole point of being a being on this planet is to for community and to interact with other people and to grow and to learn that's why people start businesses sell products possibly like create political parties to have communities things like that so yeah so i think just be nicer kinder and be open to learning new things whether it's from a 5 year old or a 50 year old absolutely absolutely so moving into what has been your greatest success so far do you think and what have you learned from it and what's a creative success your greatest success my greatest success well my greatest success uh, claire professionally i would definitely like to say would be my book because that is guys now that is a change your narrative story right there um quick thing i was on my way to work one day looked at the glass building i'm like no i can't keep doing this what will happen i literally started crying uh, at the signal um i because i looked at a lady who was stringing garlands on the pavement and i'm like you know i think that would be like something better for me to do and at this point i was co-founder of a startup amazing startup i had a great great time but i just didn't think i could take the monotony of going to uh those glass buildings anymore it was a moment that i had with myself guys uh if you love what you're doing please continue with it i was just in a space where i was not loving myself while doing it so i just decided that i'm going to write a book and i'm going to finish it in 60 days i did not question how i did not do any of those things i just said in and because poetry comes easy to me um i was like i will write 100 poems in 60 days and that is what i will do um so i did it yeah and um and it's such and a great book published it's called behind the light guys if you want to pick it up where is it available ahana it's on amazon so you can pick it up from there um so yeah so it's that and uh well fingers crossed i have four more books that i have in the making right now fingers crossed that one gets done by like the end of this year so and yeah so, so that what did you what did you learn from that success of getting your book published like what were the key things that you were like wow i did that and i learned that from that um so the key things that i learned from that is that uh self belief is uh really worth a lot and focus on something not for a very long span of time because again i come back to instant gratification generation something that's deeply ingrained in us uh 60 days is not that long a time um and it's literally uh what it taught me is that you do something every day for x amount of time it can be start with something as short as 5 minutes to 1 hour uh which is again what i did um and at the end of a 30 to 60 days there will be some revelation in your life in whichever aspect angle the next one i would like to experiment with myself is like working out because that's just not my jam currently and i'm quite flaky with that so i would like to do like 15 minutes every day because i know at the end of 30 days i'll be like wow you know so pleased with myself yeah you like you get um, you get a lot from that consistency you get you build your confidence from yeah. that consistency i can see yeah and that's what and the thing is once you get into that confidence space literally from that 15 minutes every day guys 
you are just happier with yourself and automatically random things start falling into place random things start happening you start seeing the good literally because you are just vibrating more of that yeah, within yourself yeah yeah amazing and who have some of your major influences been or sources of inspiration mentors they can either be in real life or public figures so in public figures i really like elizabeth gilbert from eat pray love guys so much for cliche from mahana but yeah i love it i love the story behind it also uh, she started writing it about uh, close to like what my age is like change that oh and jk rowling for sure so that's uh, from where like the writer's bit comes um other that other than that in life um uh, in like real life there are a bunch of women and men who i um really, like look up to uh, who i and, and it keeps changing it's not like they stay like as mentors for a long time but it's bits that i imbibe from them um one is definitely my sister uh who's just a like a powerhouse and you know gets things done things like that then uh one is my mom who the bits that i uh imbibe from her is essentially a uh, patience which still working on a lot but that's something and resilience resilience more than patience is what i'd say which again i think uh, lacks quite a bit uh with many of us me i would say working on it because we must keep working on ourselves guys um and then last year yeah i met um so uh from my dad i guess consistency yeah yeah yes consistency is what i imbibe from him and try to um replicate uh from i have then i have a few friends uh who i get humor from i try to replicate that so i guess i just kind of take again see the good in people um and try and imbibe that stuff that i see in them that makes me happy i kind of try and imbibe it with myself and fuse it with my personality and are there any books or um podcasts or instagram lives or anything that you or youtube videos you really like um but are there any particular ones that were kind of life changing and you would recommend to our listeners so i listen a lot to aaron dotty uh which is just youtube videos i listen to abraham hicks a lot i love abraham hicks so literally just switch on like youtube and listen to whatever like pops up so these two i listen to a lot on youtube um for a reading i uh, keep going back to the power of the subconscious mind um i really resonate with that one and a bunch of the abraham hicks books as well so those uh in like this space of life but uh i'm also like uh uh i range in my other reading from like enid blyton to sydney sheldon and mills and boons so that's the other side of me uh yeah so but that's what i do and um and i also have i mean the secret the magic the power and the hero are just there and those are just like you pick up and open a page and uh things like that another important thing i would like to say is that i know it can get really daunting that it's like self help books and self help books and more self help books and think positive and you know i know that but just remember guys that we are the content we consume and that is just a fact 
and because we consume so much of content that is probably not in the best light and having said that i'm not saying that i do not watch a, a lot of it myself but in order to combat that and the blueprint that it's creating the more we read this other stuff we are helping uh, have that blueprint as well uh which does which assists us in not taking us down the negative path from all the other sometimes fun stuff also that we watch so that's why there are so many versions of the same thing said in different ways because um commu- different people communicate in different ways and relate to it in different ways so even like a page a day like literally just pick up any one book don't put much thought into it and just a page a day there'll be like a something that will hit you you know and you'll have like a mini aha moment and again the aha moment will make you feel pleased with yourself and like i said in the middle feeling makes you or the thought makes you feel good ride that wave yeah. stay in that stay in that zone yeah. and um tell us a little bit more about your offerings what can we expect from ahana and um what do some of your sessions look like so um i currently uh do workshops uh there, there are different types of workshops that i do uh, some of them are called feel to heal human sensitivity lab um know your boundaries um glow and grow things like that so each one uh, uh, th- there are also ones specifically for corporates of uh, work uh, together as a team uh, you know uh, stringing your emotions along so those are workshops that i do i also do one on one sessions though right now in this moment i am not doing any more one on one sessions because um it was getting too overwhelming for me to handle so yeah so i had to bring back myself and also because i am uh, more in a writing floor of life so um yeah so i the, uh, the other thing that i offer so that's in my uh, the mental and emotional wellbeing space and in the writing space i write articles and blogs for everything mental and emotional um, wellbeing related as well as ed uh, tech because i believe that's a really important like thing that's going on in the world where we're all kind of living at tech right now so these are the three uh, niches that i write in okay fantastic fantastic yep. and um coming yeah. back to the present what does your day to day routine look like you, you said you hate having a routine so this time <laughs> no i don't no i don't hate having a routine i'm i am an aspiring routine, routine? person <laughs> Yeah. yeah i'm aspiring to get there and the one thing i try and try till you succeed guys so that's the path i'm on but by and large my day is um i mean i wake up i uh chill that's actually what i do um i do so because i'm not a routine person the way i navigate through it for all the non routine people out there uh is i make sure that i get x amount of time in in the day for myself so that can vary anywhere between a minimum of 15 minutes to a maximum of 2 hours uh so on days that it's a 15 minutes uh, it will either be like a quick meditation or chanting or um like just a really super quick workout or something like that uh on days that it is on the other extreme which is 2 hours 
uh, it'll be a meditation or chanting and a workout maybe a walk so it's a uh, or uh, and some journaling so it's a mix of that but uh, i do take out anywhere between 15 minutes to 2 hours some days uh, maybe like once in 2 or 3 weeks i take a day out for myself to realign which that day involves a lot of journaling and a lot of forgiveness letters and you know i might as well just be sitting in like my own little ashram that i create for myself um so yeah so i do that like once in two or three weeks or take out a day or like half a day and then the other half of the day just like me time and you know phone on airplane mode kind of thing so um yeah so that's what it is and the rest then kind of falls into place ooh before uh, anything else and before we wrap because i know we are almost out of time uh guys a very important thing i learned from abraham hicks is you know when you feel like uh you're sitting and doing like all of people like call it like you know spiritual junky stuff and you're like but i'm not taking action towards anything you know like i'm supposed to like finish uh so many phone calls and but i'm sitting and wasting my time meditating and something beautiful is supposed to happen but it's not happening change your narrative about that guys because this was a great one that i learned was that the fact that you are sitting and taking that time out is action it is action just because we are programmed to believe that action is movement no this is action where you are literally synchronizing your thoughts and your internal wireframe with what you want externally so that is action guys so don't feel like you're not doing anything or like i'm not being productive if you are taking downtime or you are taking meditative time or any of that because that is action amazing and what one last question what would be one practice that you could leave our listeners with that they could implement today we've already given quite a lot of practices actually but what's your favorite that someone just wants to implement something very small today uh guys the uh, the the shower blessings the shower blessings bathing in blessings yeah. bathing in blessings is the simplest yeah it the, you you can't uh, escape it uh, because you will shower every day and yeah it's just it's really amazing yeah i like and that like, as well so it's li- beautiful I, yeah i literally just visualize my crown chakra opening yeah for those who are familiar with that for those who are not just imagine your brain opening and um just all your blessings just allow them and be grateful for them 20 seconds to 60 seconds and you're good for the day. Perfect, perfect. Amazing, Ahana. Thank you so much for joining me. And um where can our listeners find you? You can find me on Instagram. My handle is Ahana Mulla. Um that's pretty much where I'm the most active. Other than that I'm on LinkedIn and Facebook as well, also Ahana Mulla. Um so anywhere like my name in and you will find me. Fantastic. Fantastic. Thank you so much my darling. I can't wait to yeah. see you and legally hug you in the coming months and um Absolutely. Yeah, send lots of love to your family yeah. as well and I'll talk to you soon. Thank you darling. Right back at ya. Bye. I hope you enjoyed this episode and you got some things to take away from our amazing guests insight. If you did enjoy this episode, please subscribe and also leave us a review. And for more information on the Hadassah Collective, you can visit our Instagram page at Hadassah Collective. 
I hope you'll join me again for our next episode at the same time next week. And until then, have a wonderful week. <laughs>